If you like this video, help me get the word out about the channel, folks. Give this video a thumbs up. Help me fight back against Satan's army. Haters, dividers, and people, you know, they don't want they don't want this channel to thrive. And folks, we're sticking to truth. This is not one of those MAGA echo chamber channels. Forget This ain't no uh, mainstream echo chamber, obviously. But this is truth, as in truth and art TV, and art TV. <laughs> All right, folks. It's about the truth. We're going to examine real issues again tonight. I thank everybody that's been supporting this channel all these years. Don't forget to join me on the member side. Should we even get into that? No, we'll talk about that later. Member side, we're narrating big picture stuff. All opinions are my own. Some of what I put out is easily verifiable. It ain't just my opinion. But anyway, folks, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where all of this is going and. Uh, we begin tonight you guys know I've been uh, explaining a big theme for a long time now that there is there are a lot of different constructs that are unfolding and they're not even unfolding they're already unfolded they represent essentially irreversible damage to our country to our culture to our kids and we should be wondering how are these things going to be reversed. One of them, we begin right here, folks. Get ready. And all of this is happening with this infectious idea that's taking over of this idea of parents' rights, that parents have a right to know. They have a right to know if their child is going by a different name or using different pronouns in school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is this parents' rights thing? From the same people that have been telling us that babies and fetuses have no rights? Guys, they're, they focused on the mission. It's a shocking double standard. Or using different pronouns in school. And the thing that keeps hitting me about this is that parents don't have rights, not parents' rights. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> Laugh out loud, people. It gets worse. Kids have rights. Individuals have rights. <laughs> Unless they are babies and they can be executed up to the time of birth. <laughs> We have seen in our legal and justice systems that the decisions that parents make can be legally overridden by their children. Children who are old enough to understand a concept are old enough to provide their own independent consent to that. <laughs> and if a kid knows what pronouns are, then frankly, they're able to consent to changing their own pronouns and their parents do not need to be involved in that decision. <laughs> Right, that's enough, right? But a big theme that I want to point out to here, all joking aside, notice the the how many times that demon, this demon right here, notice how many times she used the word rights. You're not going to hear the too often, if anywhere else. It's a reminder. Tyranny today in the United States. Marxism and globalism. They need freedom and the Constitution to get the job done. Get it? And it gets worse. We're going to see later they need constitutional rights to get the new world order done. If you haven't internalized that, you're not thinking enough. You're, you're shallow thinking. They need freedom, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. They need all of that to get their mission done. They, they plan their mission 
within the blueprint of freedom and the Constitution. Get it? Talk about 5D chess. And whether this that demon is coming out because of this, either way, it does connect. Just be aware of that. Indiana Republicans, what score big win against gender-affirming care for children? And ACLU is they're not liking it. But again, this war, this is a war against innocent children. This is the final battle. I believe 100% this is end time, the real end times. When you understand biblical prophecies and you understand the biblical timeline that I showed you folks the other day, if you want to see it, go to truthonrtv.com, scroll down till you see the link that says Bible timeline. When you see the Bible actual provable timeline, not the atheist timeline where the earth is like billions of years old. <laughs> when you see that, you you can see that, yeah, okay, oh, you can see the timeline, the actual timeline. And you can start seeing, you will start seeing that we are in real end time. But all that aside, though. We have a lot of materials to cover. Be aware of that person. This channel is about relevant news. Folks, there's hundreds upon hundreds of sensational stories every day. What we do, what I do here, is trying to show you key stories. On that same note, if you're going to let... Folks, let's do this together. I'm, I'm just Let's just do this together. Because this is... If you're going to let people with a mental disorder insert themselves into our Senate, you're going to see situations like this. The senator may state it. Madam President, how many votes will be would it take uh, to pass this bill with the emergency clause? That would be four. Folks, I'm not sure if you can hear all of it. Volume's a little on the low side. But, uh, you know, we so a lot of you guys know about this. Lieutenant Governor Sears coming out, calling it like it is calling this dude a dude just because you want to wear a dress this goes back to the last video folks we're going to cover a big concept hang in there that would be four-fifths senator and what would be the exact number for that uh, madam president yes sir that would be 32 (laughs) yes sir that will be 32 and then what is happening There he is. (laughs) He is walking away because he doesn't like the fact that she called him sir. (laughs) And the folks, you guys know the rest. This spirals into this crazy where she has to explain herself. (laughs) Volume's a little low on that one. And Lieutenant Governor Sears, matter of fact, I'll turn off the volume. Lieutenant Governor Sears is having to explain herself because everyone on the left, they can't believe that she called that dude a dude. She called him a sir. Folks, if we can't fix this problem, we ain't got a country. And if you think that's bad, they're training everybody. Parts of speech six. Zem, Zeers, Zemself. Chris. What are pronouns? Those are pronouns. Neo pronouns. You have 62. <laughs> Parts of speech six. Watch it again. Zem, Zeers, Zemself. Uh, what is this? Chris. What are pronouns? Those are pronouns. <laughs> right there, people. They're inserting it into the deepest part of your brain. And, of course, everyone comes out. Get goes right after Jeopardy. Right there. Jeopardy slammed over Zem, Zeers, Zemcells. What? Pronouns in category. Never watching that effing show again. Ha, <laughs> ha, Guys, uh, shocking as it can be, there it is, people. And they're inserting it into the TV shows, the New World Order. They're determined to force 1 plus 1 equals 3 on you. Shut up. And that is what 
that other opening video is all about with this demon right here, people. That is what this is about. That is the same idea. They're trying to force reality on you. But that said, uh, folks, be aware that uh, I'm going to throw this out. Be aware of this, and I'm going to comment on this. See what you think. Necessary action? What? Ghanaian parliament? What passes bill making it illegal to identify as LGBT? Really? You decide and folks be aware of this parliament of West African nation Ghana passed a bill banning its citizens from identifying as LGBT whatever that is here's the problem folks with this and I'm going to get to that in a second and imposing what a strict legal penalty on those who fail to comply the bill passed with the support of both major parties and now awaits the signature of this president right a Akupo Ado and the, the Ghanaian leader has reportedly in, indicated that he would sign the bill. And the global community—they're not—they're not they're not, exa- they're not happy about this. International bodies and NGOs have expressed concerns over the legislation, and they are making their comments. It will exacerbate fear and hatred. Yeah, whatever. Here's the problem, folks. I think they had the right idea, but I said it before. And this is what's happening. If you're going to loop these together, you already lost a battle. If you're going to, to give them their fake, this is a fake construct, folks. I've said it for years. Lesbian L has nothing to do with this mental disease. Being gay has nothing to do with this mental disease of trans. Being bisexual has nothing to do with being trans. And lesbian, gay, and bisexual, these are adult issues of sexual orientation. We could do talk all day, obviously. The Bible addresses it. It's a sin and all that, but it's an adult issue. So is greed. So is lying. That's between you and God. But these adult issues LGB is nothing to do with the trans demonic mental disorder pro pedophilia anti-reality cult <laughs> period so this legislation uh, somebody tell this dude yo dude you need to pass the trans you identify as trans that I would be down with because trans isn't isn't it's a war against reality, folks. It's as simple as that. If you're waging war against my reality and the reality, I shouldn't even have said it that way. You cannot force one plus one equals three. Now here's the deal: trans can do whatever they want, but they have to be willing to accept the ammunition. If if someone is trans. You want to walk around with a mental disorder, you're going to be tagged as such. But you're free to do that. We're not going to stop you. Let's see what happens, folks. You cannot give in to their fake... I kept saying it years ago, and I think they didn't... Obviously, they don't watch Truth on our TV, and we'll see what happens. All right, whatever. Uh, Be aware of that. And, folks... The enemy, they need the Constitution. What did I say? To get their new, their thing done. And again, this is another example right there. Be aware of this. Florida bill would allow satanic temple chaplains. Yeah, right. What chaplains? In schools. Quote, our ministers look for participating in opportunity to do good in the community, including the opportunities created by this bill right alongside the clergy of other religions. These demons are saying. So again, this is an example where the Satanists, first of all, the the Satanists, they are 100% at home, late at night, laughing it off. (laughs) 
I know for sure that what I'm doing is not nothing to do with religion. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, we're looking for... Matter of fact, we're going to anoint our minister. They're, it's a game. It's just like the trans-demonic movement. Same thing. And they have their satanic temple director of ministry. I'm not... <laughs> guys. And this director of ministry is wrote about the bill in an email and said any opportunity that exists for ministers or chaplains in the public sector must not discriminate based on religious affiliation. So these demonic Satanists, they're trying to say that they're a religion. Same thing. They're playing everybody. Psychological warfare. Who is going to stop them? I don't see anybody answering that question. If you know anybody who knows the answer, because I know nobody... Cash reward from Truth and RTV. Folks, let's move on. All right. Then, there it is, folks. More lawfare. We've been covering this. There it is. The, uh, folks, <laughs> all I'm going to say is uh, what, I mean, guys, um, few people have made me shake my head more than Letitia James. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, here it is, folks. <clears throat> New York Attorney General Tisha James files lawsuit against world's largest beef producer for what, quote, misleading the public about its impact on climate. <laughs> Guys, this is laugh out loud clown material. And you can't. How do you, what do you categorize this? It's, uh, you categorize this under lawfare, right? And the lawsuit filed in New York, what? Seeks a $5,000 civil fine per violation of state business laws and to recoup ill-gotten gains from false sustainability claims. And for whatever is worth, this company, this JBS, they've gone along with the climate hoax saying oh yeah we're gonna go to net zero by 2040 and are they gonna take the rubber bullet oh I guess you're finding us wink wink as planned now go find the other companies ha lawfare and I said it a long time ago folks you say whatever you want to about the trans situation but when it comes to this climate cult federal crimes and not with the climate cult I've had enough Starting with Michael Mann. Starting with Michael Mann. These guys need to be in federal prison. Done with climate cult. I said it a long time ago. We don't federally, if we don't charge these guys with federal crime, because the thing that you're espousing is trying to change humanity based on your lie. Provable lie. Think about it. Folks, we ain't got no country. So let me know who's going to tackle the climate call. Let me know. If you can find out who's going to do that. I'll be waiting. All right, folks. Moving on. Then uh, I want to switch gears. Let me know your thoughts, folks. If you like this video, give it a thumb up. Share this information with someone that you know. And uh, get the word out. Help me get the word out about this channel. Welcome, everybody, by the way. You're watching on DLive and the Foxhole crowd. Of course, Rumble and folks... I should have said it earlier. I guess we'll take a quick break. Uh, my differences with Getter have been um, they have been worked out. And uh, yeah, Getter r- r- released a brand new system and uh, you can now uh, find the Truth and ITV live stream on Getter. Anyone watching on Getter, welcome to the program tonight. All right, so the war is over. The Getter Warm. But I will, well, you may believe it at that. All right, folks, moving on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, World War Three is on the table. We're going to keep watching this. Obviously, we're watching the Israel situation. Nothing can stop what's coming with that. And then we have the other nothing can stop what's coming. The Israel nothing can stop what's coming is actually a biblical one that really cannot be stopped. This one is we're militarily confident that nothing can stop what uh, Russia is doing. Putin destroying the New World Order in their home location right here, folks. 
We have concluded. I have. Anybody can try to prove me wrong. In my opinion, this seems to be the home base of the New World Order. Right there, Ukraine. And there it is. World War Three. Watch Macron floats troops in Ukraine for the first time. Moscow warns of inevitable war with NATO. So be aware of this back and forth. And the bottom line is, is that the Macron, the little snake, is suggesting in this little talking big, uh, you know, talking big. Discussion of NATO troops into Ukraine itself has suddenly broken to, into the open for the first time, prompting Russia to warn that a direct military conflict between NATO and Russia will be inevitable. Macron comes out talking big, and immediately the NATO uh, personnel, they come out and they shoot it all down, uh, saying, don't listen to Macron. So be aware of this back and forth. Uh, NATO says, uh, yeah, don't, uh, don't listen to Macron. So we know that there is a degree of desperation and I want to put out this sequence. Be aware of this as well. Uh, Zelensky is running out of ammunition. <clears throat> he needs money. Big changes are happening here in the United States. Things are shifting. We've got this big interview with Tucker and Putin. And so look at the desperation. Zelensky, what makes brief visit to Saudi Arabia seeking bin Salman, right? Mohammed bin Salman, what? Support for peace formula. What? Can you see? There it is. Zelensky briefly visited Saudi Arabia on Tuesday, receiving a warm greeting from Prince uh, Mohammed bin Salman, engaging in what Zelensky called a candid and meaningful conversation. So be aware of this interaction. And he comes out, I had a meaningful, candid conversation with His Royal Highness Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who we discussed the peace formulas, points, and the progress that can be made in implementing them, really. And he wants the uh, Saudi Arabia's leadership to, you know, what trumps bin Salman? Zelensky maybe changing his tune? And is Zelensky the only one changing his tune? Folks, no, he's not. Open your eyes. <laughs> and, folks, this headline is intricately connected to another headline that we're going to cover later on. But be aware, out there in GOP senators, what change tech start advocating what? There's that word again peace agreement in Ukraine. Can you see what is happening? <laughs> and it's happening slowly. A growing number of Republican senators are what? Moving toward the position of supporting a peace agreement in the war between Russia and Ukraine. Gee, now what are the odds and what impact could the Putin-Tucker interview have had on this? You decide, but uh, folks, uh, be aware. And there's political again reporting on this, saying that many Republican senators openly saying a negotiated settlement will be will be necessary to end Ukraine's ongoing war, war with Russia, including some who have a reputation as being hawkish on Russia, <laughs> and that being Marco Rubio. And they're talking about Lindsey Graham is coming out. He's been lately and. So we see Trump's Lindsey Graham <laughs> uh, coming out again, alone on friendly terms, allows America a deeply in-depth chance to get back money back and changes the paradigm of how we help others. And uh, yeah, we need to think outside the box. And Trump is right. He is saying, and yeah, um, others are saying different things. But folks, uh, this goes back to my villains. See, if you want to know who my villains are, it's like the main guys that have been... Shut up. Uh, yeah, Ukraine, Ukraine. Certain players. Of course, people that follow and believe everything the MAGA echo chamber is telling them, 
especially people that follow some of the far right tabloid sites. Guys, it's like a blank. If you did a uh, CAT scan of their brain, it's totally a blind spot in their brain. They cannot see this. <laughs> but if somehow they could come to truth on TV, boom, they're going to see it. Common sense, folks. If the goal is to take out the new world order in Ukraine, you need the right villains pushing for the Ukraine thing. While, in other words, feeding them to the Putin destruction machine. Get it? Putin is like the Pac-Man. You got to feed the monster. You got to go keep going. All right, folks, let it sink in. So, moving on, big things are happening, right? Let's move on. Then we have the Hunter Biden show unleashes big, big elements of this. Let's see if we can... This is before Hunter did his little show today. Andy McCarthy is like Ollie and Spinks right here with us now. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome to our, our broadcast. Professor Turley, you go first. How high are the stakes today, as Kerry was just describing? Well, first, I want to note that makes me Ollie. Just make sure McCarthy knows that. <laughs> uh, but um, it, it's it's it is uh, this is the moment of truth that a lot of people have been waiting for. You know, this is not a place where you can easily spin. If you are inaccurate, if you're untruthful, uh, you can end up with federal charges and a brand new uh, statute of limitations running. Uh, and he has a really precarious uh, road ahead. I don't know what some of his answers will be. We expect that he's going to fall back on the fact that he was an addict, that his memory is not great. But the House committee has money transfers and emails that clearly show influence peddling going on. And he's going to have to answer some of those questions. Uh, I think at the outset, they're likely to drill down on what we all pretty much know, that President Biden lied when he said that he did not know anything about his son's dealings. Uh, Hunter Biden himself contradicted that earlier. And while he might try to spin it a bit, I think he's probably going to have to contradict his father. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So Hunter Biden has to thread the needle. The day started today with Hunter having that task in front of him. And we know, we know, again, the whole Hunter Biden situation, he chose to leave this laptop and watched one month, two months go by, chose, chose not to pick it up. So the day goes on and then this happened. Hunter Biden opening statement, quote, I did not involve my father in my business. Really? Lashes out at House Republican. Just like Professor Turley said that he would. He's relying, Hunter is, he's relying on the victim role. That's all he's relying on. Actually, if you think about it, Hunter and his attorney, they're, they're basically, their defense is like right up there with like the view. It's, it's like jokey propaganda. I'm the victim. <laughs> Uh, be aware of this, folks. And there it is. I'm here today to provide the committees with one uncontestable fact that should end the false premise of this inquiry. <laughs> I did not involve my father in my business. Dot, dot, dot. Even though the evidence, the overwhelming evidence, is the opposite of what I'm saying. Not while I was pr- practicing law. A, a practicing lawyer, not in my investments or transaction domestic international, not as a board member 
and not as an artist. Never! <laughs> yeah, right. And folks, I want to everyone to appreciate the magnitude of what is happening. This is another level, another take more on the Hunter situation. There it is. Defiant Hunter Biden denounces mega-motivated conspiracies. <laughs> and in all of this, if you read what Hunter Biden, folks, um, <clears throat> read what Hunter Biden, let's see together if we can see what he is saying. Resident Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, what, took a defiant tone as a Republican-led House of Representative impeachment inquiry into his father, calling it a baseless partisan pursuit against his family. And take a, take a look, people. For more than a year, your committees have what have hunted me in your partisan political pursuit of my dad. Uh, what? Uh, again, I'm just speculating. Some of you guys will get this. Hunter is officially quoted as saying today, you have been hunting me. As in Hunter become the hunter? Uh, I mean, <laughs> may not be anything. I just figured some of you guys might appreciate that. <clears throat> really, Mr. Hunter? So they are hunting you. You have trafficked in innuendo, distortion, and sensationalism, all the while ignoring the clear and convincing evidence, staring you in the face and you do not have enough evidence to support the baseless and mega-motivated conspiracies about my father because there isn't any. <laughs> yeah, and I I have to maintain my role. And this helps me maintain my role. That's the bottom line. You guys can read into this however you want, but he says, yeah, Make America Great Again slogan of his father's leading November election opponent. He's making fun of the Make America Great Again uh, slogan. And whatever. Just be aware of this context. Yeah, I see that you are the hunted. And folks... After the sideshow is done, and keep in mind what Jonathan Turley is saying, there's nothing Hunter can say to get out of this. So when it's all over, (laughs) very briefly, you all get you interested. After seven hours of questions, the Republican majority ends the day with where they started. They have produced no evidence that would do anything to support the notion that there was any financial transactions that involved Hunter with his father, period. (laughs) There is no evidence because there is no evidence. (laughs) It seems to me that the Republican members wanted to spend more time talking about my client's addiction than they could ask any question that had anything to do with what they call their impeachment inquiry. So, as I said before... There is no evidence because there is no evidence. And today only confirmed that. Thank you. <laughs> Be aware of that. It's a sideshow, folks. 100% sideshow. Be aware of that. All right, folks. With that said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, be aware. I just want to give everybody a reminder that if you want to make it through and, you know, the disease X situation, we know that over the last few months, there's been more and more talk about this so-called disease X. Is it real? Is it not? Is it the next psyop? Here's we do know that if you go to right there, folks, dstacklife.com slash TATV, 
enter that promo code TATV. You'll save up to 15% and you'll get some of the latest Zelenko nutritional pills. All right, folks, don't forget. Check it all out right there. Again, zstacklife.com slash TATV. Use that promo code TATV again. And uh, <clears throat> there it is for 15% off. Let me know your thoughts. And uh, with that, we'll obviously we'll move on. All right, folks. Moving on. Then we have this. Letitia James taunts Trump with daily updates on six-figure interest added to $354.8 million. Fine. (laughs) And again, this goes back to Letitia James uh, going after meat companies in the name of, of the climate hoax. She's becoming this singular lead character. You gotta wonder, I mean, who's paying her? <laughs> I mean, gosh. Um, uh, just be aware of this, and you guys know about this, and she's taunting Trump. This goes back to what we've been saying, this over-the-top like, what attorney general does that? Nobody. Nobody. So, she has become, in my opinion, she has become the symbol of the, you know, it's almost like she, and again, this is my speculation, I'm just sharing with you guys. Letitia James is truly a gift that keeps on, I mean, she's a gift that keeps on giving people. And she wants to make sure that you know that her gift should be appreciated. I mean, the only thing, if she were pursuing Trump, but she came across as humble and, like, serious, she would be effective. But she doesn't want to be effective, it seems. (laughs) She wants you to see that this is a movie. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, guys, we talked about these spectacular Letitia James, uh, these press conferences, these... Gotham City-like ridiculous press conferences, and now she's doing it again. Folks, you can you can you can follow this for yourself. She is deliberately taunting Trump with these over-the-top. There it is. She has been taunting him on X about the three hundred fifty-four point eight million fine imposed on him since she won against him in a county court two weeks ago, and you know, and it makes the Trump roll, folks. <laughs> It's like she's throwing Trump the touchdown. What, Trump? Maybe for one day you don't seem like the victim? I got you, my man. I got you. Here we go. Trump, you do your thing. I'm Letitia. I'm going to taunt you. Guys, she is a gift that keeps on giving. It's like she is begging you to vote for Trump. I know. I have no evidence for that, but I'm showing you this over-the-top, surreal role, whatever this thing is, that she's playing. You guys decide on that. Let me know your thoughts on that. Is, what is this thing, this gift? This Letitia James thing? But, alright, we'll see what happens with that. She continues to taunt Trump with these dollar amounts that make him look more like the victim. It's making him more popular, and the it rolls up. But folks, just in case Letitia James fails, uh, folks, you can't make this up. <laughs> Another demon. Look at this demon. Radical Illinois judge kicks President Trump off the state's ballot. <laughs> I mean, what is, what is this? She knows that this is not going to hold up. But she is doing it anyway. And there it is. This woman, this Porter, Judge Tracy Porter, stripped Trump from the Illinois ballot one month after the Illinois state 
Board of Elections dismissed the anti-Trump challenge in a unanimous and bipartisan vote, if you can believe that. Porter claimed what Trump violated the 14th Amendment insurrection clause as her excuse for removing him from the ballot. We all know Trump did not commit insurrection, you know, this article is saying. And there it is, she's coming out. The court also realizes the magnitude of this decision and its impact on the upcoming primary Illinois election. And there it is. Illinois State Board of Elections shall remove Donald J. Trump from the ballot of the general primary election on March 19th, which is right around the corner, or be, or cause any votes cast for him to be suppressed. She's admitting, well, look at this. So again, this is, you know, she's picking up where Letitia James is leaving up. They're going out of their way. They need you. This Again, Trump is the provocateur. We need this. Some, there's an element of division and polarization that is palpable. And I've been offering this possibility. Is it deliberate? This palpable, shocking, irrational polarization and continuous attack of President Trump. Think about it. And I'm just going to throw this out. I don't, well, uh, I don't necessarily uh, believe, uh, well, uh, you decide. (coughs) (laughs) Folks, uh, uh, what do we have here? (laughs) Judge who oversaw Trump's civil fraud trial. What? received white powder cops say (laughs) yeah right if you ask me you decide two court officers were exposed to the substance addressed to the judge when it arrived at the operations office courthouse downtown Manhattan (laughs) everybody's getting the white powder powders reportedly not believed to be harmful yeah no kidding but sparked an immediate response from law enforcement and fire officials. Yeah, guess what else it sparked? And it sparked headlines all around the country. Yeah, right, the white powder to the judge who's the aggressor. Again, it goes back to the Marxist technique. Attack, 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 victim! And if making yourself the victim, or if it all it takes is somebody to put a little sugar or some flour in a bag and send it in the mail just to get the headline, guys, that's a great way to be. I mean, this is a great idea, people. Think a bit. Put on your military, uh, your deep state thinking cap. Think about it, people. All you got to do is take a little white flour. Oh, the white powder! Oh, it's it's safe. But by then, the headline circulated. Get it? The truth is in front of you. See what you think. Folks, you don't have to agree with me. Just some of my point of views. Uh, some of this stuff is easy to verify. You can see I show you what is happening. You decide and you have to decide whether you believe your own eyes in a lot of these cases, a lot of these stories. All right, folks. um, Shall we explore a sequence of events? This was uh, like two days ago. Uh, What is happening? Uh, Yeah. Uh, What is is this? Georgia, a couple days ago, right? Georgia judge overseeing Trump case drops decision that could spell bad news for Fannie Willis. The judge, um, let me see, I'm not an attorney. Let's see here. The judge, is this a judge? A Fulton County judge. Okay, um, but uh, just so everybody knows, you guys already know, this 
a judge uh, ruled the other day right there. Ruled Monday that former law partner of Nathan Wade must testify about Wade's relationship with Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Dun, dun, dun. That being, well, the judge is uh, Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee. I believe, yeah, is that the judge? That, I believe, sounds like the judge that has donated to Fannie Willis. I could be wrong. Somebody want to check that? But either way, uh, yeah, um, he is ordering that this Mr. Terrace Bradley, yo, Mr. Bradley, you're going to have to testify. We've got the momentum. We see that Fannie Willis is on the ropes, as is this Nathan Wade. We've got him on the ropes. We got him. And dun, dun, dun. yeah, Mr. Terrence Bradley, get in there. I'm this judge. I order you to put the finishing blow on this Fannie Willis thing. Get in it, get in there, get it done. Right? Um, all right, I asked you, I'm sorry, the question, the last question I asked you was what did Nathan Wade tell you about the relationship? Same objection, Your Honor. And that's already been ruled upon. <laughs> I recall him stating that at some point they were dating. Uh, I can't tell you what date that was. It was made in confidence. We were in the back of our office. Our offices were the only two in the back. There was no one else present. That is all I can tell you at this time. <laughs> one time? One time. You only had a conversation with him one time about the relationship? Objection. Asked and answered. No, I think that's a uh, clarify for a thorough and sifting cross, Ms. Merchant. I do not recall any other time that he mentioned uh, that they were in a relationship. No. <laughs> Folks, uh, that was just the beginning. <laughs> um, you may not. Okay. Um, so other than, so you talked about this one time, um, and you said you don't know when it was, though, correct? That is correct. Um, was it before Mr. Wade before you got the contract in Fulton County. Let's start with that. I do not recall. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh... Oh. Folks. Things. It went on. More. When you told me that their relationship <laughs> started when she left the DA's office and was a judge in South Fulton, where did you obtain that knowledge from? It was, I was speculating. Um, I didn't have a, um, no one told me I was speculating. No one told you that? No one told me that. You were speculating based on things that had been told to you or things you had observed? So I'm going to object as to uh, the nature of uh, this line of questioning because <laughs> the witness has made it clear he was speculating as to how or what he knew. And if it's speculation, it's inadmissible before this court. All right, but the motivations for his reason for speculating would be admissible, so I'll overrule that. Thank you, Judge. <laughs> was this speculation, when you told me that, was that based on things that had been told to you and things that you had witnessed? I never witnessed anything. So, um, you know, it, it was speculation. I can't tell you um, anything specific, if that's what you're, you're asking.
right there, folks. Boom. Logical thinking, folks. There it is. Nathan Wade, divorce attorney, sweats bullets on the witness stand as lawyers grill him about when Fannie Willis's relationship with Wade began. He suddenly has amnesia. <laughs> Guys, this is laugh out loud. <laughs> I wanted you guys to see this. Bottom line, you can't make this up. I'm the main witness. Let's get in there. I got the judge. He is putting me out there. I'm coming in. I'm coming in for the... The MAGA crowd is excited. We saw how Fannie Willis got destroyed last week. That big show that Bernie kept warning everybody not to get too excited. I'm the guy. I'm in here. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I don't remember anything. (laughs) Guys, they just played everybody. That's the reason I kept saying, watch out. With this whole Fannie Willis thing. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not. Uh, obviously, folks, I'm just speculating myself. But um, let's hear again. You decide. Here's a breakdown of the. You decide. I think what we just saw is two hours of preposterous, non credible testimony from. Mr. Bradley. Mr. Bradley is a lawyer. He's an officer of the court. He's testifying about events that are recent and important. And yet when it came to virtually anything of any substance, his response was, I don't recall or I was speculating. And let's understand how this person came onto the radar to begin with. He was asked by the defense lawyers in writing, in a text, did the relationship between Nathan Wade and Fonnie Willis start before the DA hired Nathan Wade? And his answer in writing was, quote, absolutely. And then On his own, he offered up specifics about when and how they met. He said they met at this particular CLA, Continuing Legal Education Conference. And today he said, well, I was speculating. That's ridiculous. Why would you make up out of whole cloth some specific place where people met? And when he was asked about why did you speculate, you know what his answer was? I don't recall. There's no way you can credit that witness. The question now, though, and you were just getting to this, is is there a concrete enough conflict of interest made out here? I agree with you. I agree with Laura. The waters are very muddy on that. But the problem is the DA and Nathan Wade have now testified under oath that this relationship started after Mr. Wade was hired. And if that turns out to be false, then they have an even bigger problem on their hands. So, Charlie. Right there. On record, folks, I I hope everyone's following what I'm saying. On record, if you really want to think about it, did this guy just hit a grand slam home run for Fannie Willis? (laughs) Guys, the other option is that he was going to tell the truth and somebody intimidated him. I tend to think 5D chess, the war is real, moves and kind of moves. Folks, I kept telling everybody, keep your deep state thinking cap on. Think about it. And you heard what Ellie Honig just said, that this whole dialogue began when the defense messaged him. Was that a setup? Is this there, Cassidy Hutchinson? Again, folks, you got to think about it. You decide. You saw some of the highlights. You decide. He just threw. I mean, this is what a Trojan horse is all about. Think it through. And if it is a Trojan horse, brilliant. Somebody took the bait. Again, other things could have happened. We don't know. You decide. All right, folks, let's round out. We've got some other headlines, lots of things going on. All right, let me know your thoughts. Uh, Yeah, let's move on. Then we have this. Chairman Comer Jordan subpoena DOJ for Robert Herr's 
Biden interview video audio files as damaging leaks reveal Biden lied about interview. So be aware, this chase is going down. And remember, this is <clears throat> goes back to what we said uh, last week, I believe it was, that Robert Herr himself was looking to hand off this evidence to the legislative branch. That's the strategy here. To give the evidence to a different branch of the government. Robert Herr, Rod Rosenstein's Robert Herr, or, uh, you know, we have Chris Ray's Rosenstein, Robert Herr, same group of guys. See what you think. Let the subpoenas be in, right? All right, folks, moving on. Other things are unfolding. Rounding out tonight, we're about done. Uh, there are a couple things on the table. <clears throat> Biden, if you watch the latest in the members' channel, we talk about Biden a little bit. And there it comes out, gets his physical exam. They announce it to the world. And they would have you think, I couldn't help but to notice on Twitter X that the physicians are announcing that there are no new concerns with Biden. But as you can see in this headline, no cognitive tests, right? They're right to your face. Because we all know that Biden is so well together cognitively, right? Even though One of my villains, Robert Herr, the special counsel, already officially confirmed that he has mental issues and cognitive issues. We're watching a movie, folks. The countdown has begun for Biden. And, folks, obviously, rounding out, this is the Biden versus Trump movie that we're watching. Trump with the big victory here. I think it's a big, big moment. There it is. Supreme Court takes up Trump presidential immunity appeal. You would think he's going to win this, but if anything, you know that the Supreme Court is going to delay. They're in control. Now, this hearing was supposed to be April 22nd. Some people are saying <clears throat> now saying that this is going to drag out possibly after November. And, you know, Mr. Smith... His speedy trial, uh, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Jack misses. And um, overall, this is a victory for Trump. And I want Trump to produce his evidence of the election steal. That's what I want. Forget this immunity thing. But the mega, the White Hats, really, and others, they may have other plans. But also, ladies and gentlemen, do not celebrate. Do not, everybody, back in your seat. This could be the road. Are we ready? This could be the road to... Don't get angry at me, folks. This could be the way that Trump officially planned exit. We are the Supreme Court. It's taking us long to rule this. We're going to rule that Trump does not have immunity. But they could do that and... They control the schedule now. Um, I'm not saying that's what they're going to do, but I want, while well, you guys know, again, those of you that come to the channel regularly, especially those of you that come to the member channel, you know what I'm saying. We're keeping it real. In this Truth and RTV, we're in a real war. Anybody, anything goes. Phew. Know the plan, folks. You guys know it. I know it. Everybody knows. <clears throat> and while that's happening, you know, we'll throw out one more story after this. Nikki Haley admits the obvious after losing another state to Trump. Obviously, Trump destroys Nikki Haley in Michigan in the primaries on Tuesday, and uh, there it is. And Nikki Haley is coming out. Is they're asking her, right? Isn't it possible the party has moved and the party is about Donald Trump and not what you're describing? <laughs> which might be the party of yesterday. <laughs> I'm Nikki Haley. You're asking me that this 
what is this question you're asking me? Oh, um, actually, um, it is very possible. What I'm saying to my Republican Party family is we are in a ship with a hole in it and we can either go down with the ship and watch the country go socialist left or we can see that we need to take the life raft and move in a new direction. But yeah. Yeah. um, That is possible. So Tricky Nikki would have you believe that she is running because she wants to save our country from the left. That's her line. Keep that in mind. As the big chess piece continues to come together, Tricky Nikki obviously is playing a role. 100% if you ask me. Nobody's this stupid. Think about it. There would no logical reason for her to be around. All right, folks. To wrap up tonight, folks, earlier in tonight's show, I showed everyone that there's a trend towards where everybody, let's go back to that. The GOP is little by little, they're talking peace in Ukraine. And, you know, there's this trend. And we talked about Zelensky all of a sudden. I mean, what's he doing? He's trying to meet with Ben Salman, talking about peace. Really? This peace formula. So if the next phase involves peace with Ukraine and you don't need my villains, pay attention. To wrap up tonight, if my villains are not needed to push the whole Ukraine thing because we're transitioning to a peace era, and when it comes to the Russia thing, to the point where Zelensky is visiting Trump's Ben Salman, <laughs> then you could argue that this would be the right timing for this. But one of life's <laughs> most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter. <laughs> so I stand before you today, Mr. President, and my colleagues to say this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. <laughs> right. There. That's the way this works, folks. Look at the timing. Uh, Dirty Mitch. We know that you're one of Bernie's villains, but like all of Bernie's villains, except for probably Chris Ray, they all leave the movie quietly and calmly. I'm Mike Pence. I'm leaving now. I'm, you know, all these guys. There it is. <laughs> Mitch McConnell to stand down as Senate Republican leader in November. Folks, and that is the reality. And the fact of the matter is, yo, Mitch, uh, he's not leaving Senate. He's just leading, leaving the leadership position. Will he leave the Senate? Who knows, but obviously, if, if we're going to head towards peace, you wouldn't need Mitch there. You don't need a villain. And you see Lindsey Graham, he's changing his position. I'm the warmonger among all warmongers. I'm Lindsey Graham. Even I'm changing my position. I don't know why I'm doing this. Logical thinking wins every time, folks. God bless you all. Thank you for joining me. Come on over to the truth and RTV member side. Come on over to the website, truthandrtv.com, which has all the links available. And on the website, you can see the latest on the member channel. Join me from Tuesday night, last night, right? Let's apply a reverse strategy approach. Folks, you're going to love it. You want to know the real plan and want to understand how it's all going down? 
in high probability, obviously, because I don't know the ultimate plan. Join me in these deep conversations, thinking it through. That is the way it is, folks. And join me in that program right before that. Open up your eyes, folks, and notice the recurring patterns. You guys know I like my villains, and that'll do it for me tonight. Don't forget all the ways you can support this channel. Check out all the links available. Come on over. Go to the main Rumble side. You can check out the Light of the Gospel or come to TruthOnTV.com and just simply click on the episode and check out the first three episodes of Light of the Gospel and a lot more. Folks, that wraps it up for me. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up. Share this information with someone that you know. Help me get the word out about the channel. Follow me on Twitter, X, and through social and getter. And folks, help me out. Give me your comments in the comment section. Help me out, folks. That'll do it for me. I will be back with a Friday night report. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Right here. Click on our TV, folks. God bless you all. I love you guys all. All right, God bless.